0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the JRPG Report Podcast. This is episode 81, and currently we are in our new studio. It's uh, still kind of a work in progress, so if it sounds a little bit echoey, it's because there's literally nothing on the walls right now. Um, in fact, I don't even have a desk set up yet. Um, The computer is kind of in the floor. I grabbed a a kitchen table um, chair to sit in, so it's kind of a mess right now. But uh, there were a few things we wanted to talk about news-wise. And uh, as this is a weekly podcast, the show. Must go on. So thank you so much for tuning in yet again this week to episode 81. Um, Just bear with us and we will get through this. It's going to be a short podcast. There's not a whole lot of news out there. But I did want to uh, share a special segment that was suggested a few weeks ago. um, And that will be looking ahead to the top games coming out in twenty. 20 or at least hopefully come out in 2020 so you'll have that to look forward to after we get through the news so let's just kind of dive right into that now like I said not a whole lot of big things to talk about but let's kind of hit them all in order um one of the first things I wanted to just quickly mention was uh that Little Town Hero got a extended, uh, usually we see like this as a launch trailer but this was more of a 20 minute gameplay video so if you're kind of on the fence about that, you can check out this uh, 20 minutes of gameplay of The uh, it, it looks like such an interesting title and at, at a good price, so as you're listening to this podcast, it's probably available for sale so go ahead and Check that out, it is only digitally available on the Nintendo Switch, and you can find the link to this video, as well as every story that we talk about, over on the JRPG Report Facebook page. We've got some active discussions over there too, so you want to be a part of that. Definitely head over there and give us a like. So, I'm not sure when I'm going to check out Little Town Hero. It's not today, I can tell you that much. Um, the switch is on the shelf, but it's not um it's not in active use quite yet. I don't know. I've got the PlayStation 4 sent there too, but it's not uh, not gonna get anything. I'm kind of focusing, you know, on the house for now, but that will change shortly when Cold Steel 3 comes out. Um we got a interesting first look at uh, not a Traditional JRPG But definitely has some of those elements to it And this is a game called uh, War of Ashrid. I believe that's how you say it A-S-H-I-R-D This is a game that's coming to PS4, Switch, and PC And they say you play as a young soldier Who becomes a key figure In a nation's struggle Um, This is a fantasy RPG Published by uh, Igrisil Studio And developed by Kumiho Soft. Um, Still early in the production for this one, so really not a release window yet, but here's a little bit more about this game. A new fantasy role-playing game set in the magical land of Ashrid, where three powerful factions fight each other for the ultimate prize. War of Ashrid takes you to a unique world full of quests, battle, romance, intrigue, and betrayal. You play as Deegan, a young soldier who, from his humble beginnings, will become a key figure in Astral's power struggle. It has a hybrid combat system with different tactics, tactics for skirmishes and sieges. You capture an enemy fortress and expand your borders. Choose your generals among a dozen beautiful warriors, manage your own kingdom, and have your own land, home, and maids. Level up characters and develop your units using unique talent tree for each character. Unlock the secret Teo skills for ultimate power. Live unforgivable moments and romance with your favorite girl from your mighty army. And multiple endings for each heroine, depending on your choices. Think you know everything, every secret about the game? Think again, thanks to the new game plus feature. Every time you play is a whole new adventure so it sounds like a pretty cool game um again no release window yet on it kind of sounds like it's got some elements like a fire emblem but more of a uh, maybe more of a traditional jrpg battle system really don't know anything more about that as there's only a handful of screenshots mostly just showing off the art for the game and um interesting i will definitely keep an eye on that one and let you guys know more about it as uh, as I find out about it. Uh, Story of Seasons. Friends of Mineral Town. Got a new Japanese TV spot. And it's a new uh, screenshots. You guys can check that out. This is uh, coming out on October well, 17th. That is today. As of this recording in Japan. And will be out at a later date. In North America and Europe. So if you want to check out that new spot. You know where to go. Head over to the Facebook page. And you can see that. The Kimco RPG Collection Volume 1 is coming to the Switch on January 30th, 2020 in Japan. This is the uh, first Kimco RPG physical collection to appear on the Switch. And it will be available for just under 4,000 yen. We'll have the following four titles. As Divine Hearts, uh, uh, Revenant Saga, and and. I always want to say in Antiqua uh, Lost, but An- Antiqua Lost, I believe that's how you pronounce that one, and uh, Dragon Sinker. So those four games, not no... Uh, not, that is some terrible English. I'm very sorry. No word yet on a Western release, but those games are, uh, at least I know as Divine Hearts, Revenant Saga are definitely available. I've seen those for sale before, so we may get a physical... Uh, Physical edition of that as well, and maybe Limited Run would uh, put something like that out. But it's always good to see physical copies uh, on these digital-only titles. If you're a Digimon fan, a smartphone title, Digimon Arise, is now available in the West. You can get that on iOS via the App Store or Android via the Google Play page. Here's a quick overview of it. An unknown Digimon colony itself, Harrison, has appeared in your smartphone. Suddenly, a mysterious force known as Spiral's attack? This is the tale of your Digimon's re-arise. Dive into a story of new faces and old friends in this friendship Digivolving RPG. So I'm assuming that one is a free title. I'm not 100% sure. But there is a launch trailer to go along with that as well. So if you want to check that out. All you Digimon fans can do that. And now play it for free. Uh, we got a look at um, Mary Skelter 2. It got some more information. As well as some uh, screenshots. This game was coming out on October 22nd in North America. And October 23rd in Europe. For The Switch. This is the sequel to Mary Skelter Nightmares. The sequel stars a young girl named Atsu in her adventures involving various fairy tale based characters. Players will have to navigate through various jail environments that are filled with their own traps and puzzles. To help ease the challenges that lie ahead, players can list the aid of characters known as Blood mains. Every Blood Man has their own blood ability, such as Cinderella's twelve Dash or Snow White's poison bomb. Experimentation with these will be the key to conquering the dungeon. There's also a new feature in uh, both titles called jail trials, with this players can uh, add on to conditions for their dungeon dives, which can vary from use of from no use of items to no saving. That'd be difficult, good grief. While these may lead to copious amounts of death, you can also roll result in greater rewards. Jail Control uh, from Nightmares will be making a revamped um, edition. Uh, This is available digitally, but there is going to be a physical edition from the before-mentioned limited-run games. And that pre-order is starting on November the 26th. Quickly, I will mention that there was a Pokemon Sword and Shield story out there. Um... New information, video, and screenshots. Introducing Gigantamax Pikachu, Charizard, Eevee, Meowth, and Butterfree. That is the funniest looking Pikachu I've ever seen. My goodness, he's put on a few pounds. Um, you can check out that story and the accompanying images on the Facebook page. Disgaea 4 Complete Plus demo is now available in North America. And Europe, as of, uh, as of this recording, it is available now. Um, publisher NIS America has announced. NIS America also released a new gameplay trailer highlighting the ten top 10 coolest things in the game, including online features, autosave, discipline, the assembly system, ghosts, the cheat shop, char and item worlds, and various attack types. Sky 4 Complete Plus is due out for PS4 and Switch on October 29th, North American Europe, and October 31st in Japan. So you can check out that top 10 coolest things to play video. You know where to go. Uh, we haven't mentioned one of these in a while, but Squaresoft uh, released a Inside diary. They, they did a few of these before. I remember they did... Uh, A look inside the uh, world of Final Fantasy XII and uh, various other things. Well, this time, they're going to be talking to the folks inside the Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. And that includes the director, producer, and art director. So, a few of you I know are huge FF FF8 fans. So, you might want to check this one out and get a little bit more of a gleam into not only... uh, the original game, but what went into making the remaster of Final Fantasy VIII. We had two separate stories about fairy tale. First, they added the playable characters. Hopefully, hope I can say this correct. Gajiel, G-A-J-E-E-L, Red Fox. And Yuva, J-U-V-I-A, Loxer. Uh, these are two new playable characters. The latest issue of Weekly Famitsu reveal. The magazine also confirmed that both the Grand Magic Games and Tataros arcs are included, and that the game will begin at the battle against Hades. There's also a screenshot of a cutscene where uh, Erza and Kagura are fighting against each other. Fairy Tail is due out for PS4, Switch, and PC sometime. In 2020. And then surely their actor. We got uh, some more about the storyline. As well as those uh, before mentioned uh, characters. So this is about the storylines. Fairy Tales enchanting storyline. Includes the fan favorite. Tinrow Island arc. The Grand Magic Games arc. And the Tataros arc. As well as other episodes. From the original canon based on the best-selling manga and anime series of the same name. The game's plot focuses on the time period about halfway through the anime and revolves around Fairy Fairytale Guild's near demise at the mysterious absence of Nasu's party. The guild's prestige has plummeted in the years since they've gone and is drowning in depth. Thankfully, Nasu and his crew of mages are back and ready to return Fairy Fairytale to its former glory days, by joining the Grand Magic Games and competing for top guild. Action includes Natsu's party-facing Hades in an action-packed showdown, Erza clashing swords with Ngura of Mermaid Heel, and breathtaking battles against the dark guild Tartarus. Additionally, original episodes will also be playable to help characters bond while unlocking unique scenes in the game. So again, I apologize for uh, not being familiar with this one, nor the pronunciations of these uh, characters and events titles, but this game has me interested in learning more about this series. The game looks like a lot of fun and we'll know a little bit more about it as we get closer to its 2020 release date. Speaking of release dates, we are getting closer to the Japanese release for Persona 5 Royal. That is coming out on the 31st. On the day before, there will be a special live stream uh, to commemorate the launch. It will feature live gameplay, a talk segment, and a relay to a mini-concert performance by vocalist Lin. So if you're up on your Japanese and want to check that out, you can definitely do so so I'm a bit disappointed this week as there is no atelier Raza news I searched and searched but there's there was nothing out there I'm sorry but <laughs> the uh, gust would not be denied in uh, bringing at least something from their world out. And that comes in the form of the Attila Desk Trilogy Deluxe Pack Debut Trailer. So this was the previous uh, sub-series. And it includes uh, Aisha, uh, Esha, and Laji. And um, Shally. So that is going to be due out um, on... December 25th in Japan for PS4 and switch. And, uh, we'll get it about two, uh, make it three weeks later on PS4 switch and PC on January the 14th in North America and Europe. You can also buy these games separately if you don't want to pony up for all three at the same time. But there was a kind of introduction trailer and, uh, Getting you reacquainted with the Dusk sub for the Atelier games. So that's really all the news. Like I said, there really wasn't anything too big that, that came out. But um, I wanted to kind of cover those little stories and get those out to you. we'll take a quick break here and have a word from our sponsor here on the JRPG Report. So before we get into talking about all the games coming out in 2020, there was one huge piece of news that came out and um, I wanted to at least touch on it that we, no press conference, no huge live stream, just a couple articles that PS5 has been confirmed. It's coming in holiday 2020 um, and it sounds like it's going to be a beast of a machine. If you've not heard about it, it I wouldn't be surprised, as like I said, they really didn't have much fanfare. Excuse me. Along with it, uh, let's just kind of highlight some of the really uh, impressive technical things about this system that we know about. Uh, PS Five will support ray tracing. This is not a software-level fix. There is ray tracing acceleration in the GPU hardware, and that comes directly from system architect Mark Cerny, which I believe is the statement that people were looking for. This this next statement is what excites me probably the most. Physical games will use a 100-gigabyte optical disk, which are inserted into an optical drive that doubles as a 4K Blu ray player I did not think that we were going to get an all digital system um I really think that's at least another generation out, but what they're talking about is this that can certainly hold um everything that's needed. They're talking about uh only doing um like a game like Call of Duty that has both a single and a multiplayer campaign in it well maybe if you just want to play the one and you don't care about the other you can choose to only install that part of the game i think that's just pretty smart going forward Uh, we did uh, hear about the new xbox one s all digital edition so we're already producing Systems without a disc drive. Um, It's certainly coming, and it saddens me completely, as uh, one of my goals here is to get my entire collection kind of in one place, and uh, really be able to (laughs) sit back and look at a lifetime of collecting and and cherishing um, the medium that I love. So at least for this next generation, we are we are keeping with that and I'm I'm glad I'm glad to hear it. Uh there will be a new user interface that's being revamped. Not surprising about that. The PS5 controller is gonna look like the PlayStation Four dual shock, but there will be some uh, new uh, what they're calling ad- adaptive triggers, which offer varying levels of resistance. Uh can make shooting a bow feel more authentic in the tension, the pullback, or making a machine gun feel different than shooting a shotgun. Um, they're going to have what's called haptic feedback. So kind of, instead of having, uh, just the little motors spinning inside the controllers, this is going to be a much more realistic, um, feel to it. And the, one of the main things they talked about, like in Gran Turismo Sport, um, suppose you are driving and you go off the asphalt into the dirt. Well, there's going to be a clear, Difference in how the controller feels when those t- happens. Not unlike when you're driving a car and you go from a rough road to a smooth road. And that's really exciting. Um, it kind of sounds like we, we've been, you know, going back to <laughs> the PlayStation 1, we've had these these controllers that just have these spinning motors inside of them, so it sounds like we're finally getting some innovation as far as that goes, and that's definitely... Definitely a good thing. Um, there's going to be a longer battery battery life in there that charges up by USB-C. They're saying it would be slightly heavier than a, a, a PlayStation 4 DualShock, but that's kind of giving you the take. If you want a longer battery life and I have to charge it every day, it's going to weigh a little bit more. That's just the reality of it. Um, as far as games go, I think you're going to see... As far as games that we enjoy, right, JRPGs, I still think like there's a ton of them that are all going to come out for PS4. You may see a handful that um, go ahead and make the leap to PS5, Um, but there still may be a PS4 version that comes out. We see that every generation. Um, So far, there's not been anything confirmed. We're still talking over a year out, so... As we hear more things about it, we will uh, we will certainly talk about that. The custom solid state drive is going to be the game changer as far as this system goes. Just so much faster on every aspect. Those you PC gamers out there that have an SSD know exactly uh, what we're all getting ready to. excuse me enjoy of course it is completely backwards compatible with PlayStation 4 games so that's a move that we haven't seen since those very first PS3 models that came out that would play backwards compatible and then they quickly uh, stopped doing that Um, resolution up to 8k resolution for games we're a long ways away from 8k but I'm liking that it's at least uh, capable of doing such a thing uh, of course that Ultra HD Blu-ray is, is pretty sweet Sweet too And that's all I have for For PS5 I'm sure we're going to learn More and more about that And we'll talk about some of the games That will be uh, able to Utilize that off the top of my head I would go ahead and say that there's going to be a PS5 Version of Last of Us 2 Ghost of uh, Satsuma Or however you pronounce that I'm not sure And um, The people who remade Shadow of the Colossus is that Blue Frame? Is that I, I can't remember their name off the top of my head. They're talking about working on something big, and one of the titles I heard thrown out there was Legend of Dragoon. That they're working on a complete remake, um, kind of like they did with Shadow of the Colossus, where it was obviously the same game but just remade, and that would be that's just a blatant rumor guys but boy that would sure be super exciting um one of the suggestions a few weeks ago when we had a short uh week news wise was hey let's talk about all the games coming out in 2020 and kind of rank them so to speak on uh, how excited i am about them and we do have release dates, at least for the early part, in particular like January and February. So let's just kind of, we'll go down the list. Now this is an RPG list, so I'm going to try to weed those out as I read through it. I may miss a few, and they're not technically JRPGs. I'm sorry. So the lines are, are blurred sometimes. So uh, coming up in January, the uh, first one we're going to get is on the 10th. That's Super Robot Wars X. Uh then we get the uh, uh, previously talked about Atelier Raza or <laughs> Atelier Dusk Trilogy Deluxe Pack, that's on the 14th. Uh Tokyo M Raw Sessions, uh, FE Encore on January 17th. Um not a um RPG completely, but has a lot of these elements to it. And that's actually the new Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game. That's coming out on the 17th as well. And before you say, well, we've played these Dragon Ball Z games for ages. It's at its heart. It is a fighting game, but there's exploration. There's level building. uh, All all the attacks have numerical values above their heads. So as an old school Dragon Ball fan, I'm intrigued and I want to see a lot more of it. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Coming out on January the 23rd uh, The Monster Hunter World Iceborne PC Expansion comes out And that's um, that's most of it for January uh, February is pretty barren right now We may get a few things come out later But as of right now It's just the Remastered uh, Collection for Yakuza, uh, Yakuza And that's on February 11th um, there's a small game coming out in March. Something about a Final Fantasy VII remake on the 3rd. You may have heard about it. PlayStation 4 is pretty excited about it. Uh, we'll talk about that one later, I am sure. Uh, certainly not a JRPG, but a lot of people excited about Cyberpunk 2077. Coming out on April 20th. Trials of Mana. PS4, Switch, and PC on April the 24th, and that's all the ones that have firm release dates. Okay, so the rest of them are all Windows. So in the spring, we're talking about arc of Alchemist for PS4, um, Persona 5 Royal at some point, Fancy Star Online 2, Project Sakura Wars, um, RPG Time, The Legend of right, uh. A JRPG that I cannot pronounce the name of it. Prelude to the Fallen. Yeah. Udawar War <laughs> They've got to change that name. That's just that's just awful. Um, other RPGs that are now just scheduled for 2020. Christ Tales, Digimon Survive, Fairy Tale RPG. Genshin Impact, uh, Langrisser 1 and 2, um, Story of Seasons, Friends of Myrtle Town, Stor- Sword Art Online, Alcization, Lycarus, Tales of Arise, uh, The Alliance Live HD Remastered for PC, New Blade Chronicles Definitive Edition, and... Two of them that may come out in 2020, but haven't got anything as far as even a release date. There's Room Factory Five and Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. So that's a lot of games, and I certainly might have missed them. I like I said, I I tried to kind of just focus on purely the JRPGs and just the ones that I knew. They don't differentiate between. Between the two, so starting in January, a game I did not ever get to play was uh, Tokyo Moral Sessions. So I'm definitely looking forward to that one. That may even be one that I end up uh, picking up. So it's that's just called like a we call it like a top ten, okay? So that may be on the fence about it. Number one, and well. Always be number one until it comes out. It's going to be Final Fantasy 7 Remaster, or Remake. Sorry, it's not a remaster, it's a remake. Let's just go ahead and get that one out of the way. That is number one. I'm certainly looking forward to Trials of Mana, that's on the list. Persona 5 Royal is near the top. Um, if we're just saying games that are 2020 on that just released. That's probably right there With um, Tales of Arise I say Tales of Arise Is probably right behind We'll call that number two um, I'm so looking forward to Relink Granblue Fantasy I don't know why that game just has me Intrigued but I'm, I'm scared to death <laughs> That um They're going to try to put this on PS5 That it's going to come out so late that they're going to have to make it at least a version of it for part five, which is going to make it delayed even further. That scares me. It really does. I'm super looking forward to Xenoblade Chronicles Defendivision. Like I said, I loved part two and never got to play part one. So that's pretty high on the list. Christ Tales is right there. It may be a top five one for me. It really may. That game looks so, so good. And so unique. Um, yeah, so First Final Five Royal is probably right there in the top five. So there's so many games coming out, guys. We have so much to look forward to next year. In addition to a new console cycle. Um, there's probably even ones. Um, I did not see it on this list. But there's uh, Edge of Eternity. Game, I'm really looking forward to. I don't know why that's uh, actually not on here as it is uh, already out basically for PC. Of course, it's not complete, but so that's list. What game are you looking forward to most in 2020? Um, let's just okay, let's just put it this way what game not called? <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 remake. Are you looking forward to the most in twenty twenty? Leave me a comment on the Facebook page. Um, I'll post this podcast. You can leave it there or start a thread. Whatever I may start, I may just start a thread. We may just do it that way. So let me know. Don't forget to leave us a like over there if you've not already. Check out our uh, YouTube page as well. I've been a little inactive on there as things have been hectic, but. We'll ramp that back up and have our live stream for uh, Trails of Cold Steel 3 once it comes out. That's going to wrap up episode 81. Hopefully we'll be a little better next week and we'll be a little more uh, set up because this is uh, this is odd, to say the least. Thank you so much for checking in, guys, and we'll check back with you next week. Till then, my name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for listening. Now, get back out there and level up.